This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, here from the Premier Advisory Group right here in Omaha, Nebraska, right after a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. I feel like we're still in it. Uh, Tony Shore is on with me. How you doing, Tony? I am doing great, Bill. Great to be here. Excited about today's show. You and I were talking a bit before the show and just a lot going on out there. And uh, you've been busy. I mean, I know you're always busy with clients and, uh, you know, watching out for people's finances, but you and your wife have been busy with uh, some business of your own, haven't you? Yeah, very busy. You know, never. it's always something. There's always something <laughs> going there? on. and. For a lot of you, I think you know my wife is a realtor with uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, she also uh, will work with rental properties and and uh, flip homes and all that kind of fun stuff. And and we have a couple going on right now, so we have all kinds of all kinds of stuff going on. It's kind of crazy. And so I, I will be the unskilled labor, is what I call myself. Uh, sometimes a truck driver. I'll be a. I'll drive a, a big loads to the dump and yep. do all that kind of fun stuff and make sure I'm checking on crews and kind of helping her out with that. So that's her gig, but I am there to assist, just like she's always here at my office assisting me. So it's a lot of fun, and sometimes Tony, we get the kids involved. But yeah, it's a busy time. I mean, we have so many things going on. TD Ameritrade told us last week that we have until basically December third to get changes or anything, not like portfolio changes or trades or anything, but you know, if we're uh, doing anything like move money setups or anything that's uh, getting your account established a little differently. So there's certain things that we need to have in so they can get everything processed just because of that, that uh, staff shortage that we're still running into. Well, yeah. And that's, that is crazy. And I know that this time of year is busy anyway, but there are a lot of year end financial things that people need to be doing. And that's just another reminder, hey, get together with your financial services professional and make sure that you're on track for anything that you need to have done before the year's end. Because right now there are a lot of things that may have tax implications when you file, right? That's exactly right. We mean, charitable deductions, that's one. Uh, getting uh, getting a, a Roth converted, if you're doing any Roth conversions, that's definitely something you want to have done before year end. Those are a couple very important things I see right off the top. Simples have to be funded. So we have to make sure that we are adhering to these, these deadlines. And right now we're in the midst of holiday season. We passed in through uh, Thanksgiving, heading into heading into Christmas here. And we have so much going on that the holiday season is just one of those busiest times. And, you know, right now we're still in Medicare. We have about, oh, I don't know. It's like, what, two weeks or so of Medicare left. Yeah, I mean, it's true. There's, it, you know, it, it's nonstop, but it's great. And then we're going to be preparing uh, for tax side 
So we want to make sure that uh, clients were, were a lot of times near the end of the year, Julie and I are sitting down and making sure clients are doing what they need to get done within their own accounts. So that's one of the services that we provide is we analyze your situation to make sure that you can get the best benefit. A lot of times that's right at year end. Yeah. Well, and that's awesome. Hey, I, by the way, I know you have a new studio set up there. Uh, you sound a lot better. I, I'm sure our listeners are noticing. Uh, you, you always look good, of course, when we record the show, well, but the listeners can't see that, unfortunately. But uh, your voice is uh, coming through crystal clear today, Bill. I just wanted to add that. Well, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, I got a whole new setup. It's Lots awesome. of fun here. I, I like to get new toys oh, yeah. and, and whether it's electronics or vehicles yeah. or whatever it might be, there's always something, it you is. know, and it's always when I'm, when I have my mind set on something too, um, it's typically going to happen. Right. And, and so I could remember looking at this different equipment for, for quite a while. I would Google it and read all the reviews uh -huh. and do all my research, of yep. course, right? All my due That's diligence. Smart. Right. You know, and the same thing with, and then it's like done. Then you get it and I never look, I never Google it again. Yep. It's kind of funny. <laughs> the same thing with cars. You know, I know if I start Googling something or a tractor or anything like that, I'm going to get it. That's the power of the internet it is. too. I mean, it's amazing what what's happened. And we've seen our own NASDAQ. We've seen our tech side, that growth tech side really continue to boom and break yeah. through all time highs yeah. constantly. And you know, people are like, oh, well, geez, the market's at an all-time high right now. Well, the market's constantly setting new it highs, yeah. and the market has always set new highs. Now, we'll have setbacks, of course, but recently we've we've had highs, yeah. a lot of highs. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, it's no longer news when you read in the paper, oh, Apple stock, it's a new high. <laughs> it's just like, well, that's not really news, is it, anymore? It just We kind of take it for granted, but you do need to kind of watch those things, but we've kind of gotten used to it, which is going to make, you know, the volatility when it comes and it will, uh, that makes it, uh, always a little tougher to, you know, stomach for some, but again, that's why you have to have a plan in place. But I, I wanted to ask you about, and I don't know if you want to get into this now, but the big news about, uh, I mean, the economy right here in Omaha, I mean, uh, things have been going actually pretty well, even though there's inflation and shortages. Uh, unemployment is at historic lows, isn't it? That's right. You know, and we need people to come out and work really too low of an unemployment, just like too low of inflation sometimes isn't the best for an economy. That's true. That's true. Here in the, the Wall Street Journal this past week actually had uh, Nebraska as the lowest ever jobless rate for a state coming in at 1.9%. I mean, that's wild. And we're seeing, we've seen wages certainly go up, yeah. you know, but that's on the professional side, Tony, you know, I was, I was thinking, and I was, my, my son works at mall halls, my son, Braden, he's 16 years sure. old. He's a junior at Millard North. So his little part-time job is mall halls and he gets, you know, just a nominal wage. I don't know, 10 bucks an hour or something like that. And I was thinking, Back 25 years ago, I was making more than that. Yeah, me too. Actually, so the the rates for for that type of job, well, you, you know, now I'll take that back. I would say back then, mall halls was probably quite a bit less. Yeah, that same more of like minimum yeah. wage plus a little bit. I always worked, I guess, at like the telemarketing places because sure. I wanted to make, I wanted some type of enhanced you know, or an enhancement pay. I had a, 
I had to, I had to pay for my stuff. I had to pay for my car. I had to pay for my insurance. I had to pay for my license plates. I mean, uh, we didn't have cell phones, but we had pagers back yeah. then. Remember oh pagers? yeah. I had a pager. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, you know, all that fun stuff, but so, but it's just kind of interesting out there. I ha- we haven't really seen a huge increase in pay in those, in some of those professions for, for quite a long time. It's kind of interesting, but the professional pay, like if I need to hire someone here in the office, it is not cheap to get professionals. No, no, it's not. And that has gone, that has gone way up. And you know, one thing, it's one thing to say, wow, this is great. Low unemployment rates in Nebraska, uh, the lowest in the country. However, uh, I don't think it coincides with, um, the, there's still a great job need. So people are saying they're employed, you know, there might be fewer people unemployed, but there are still more job openings than in people looking for jobs. I think that's the problem is that people, Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, Everyone's still hiding. Yeah. Where are they? Are they hiding or are they, I don't know. are they not there know. or are there just that too many jobs? Because it seems like a lot of restaurants and fast food places can't even stay open. Yeah, and it might just be that pay, yeah, you know, that, that level be. of pay, you know, once people got stimulus and they got money in their hands from the government yep. and, you know, it, and again, too much of something is not a good thing, right? It's everything in moderation. And there's probably a little bit too much money that went out and, and people got more money than they are used to in their, when they're working years. Yeah. And I think they're going to try to figure out, Hey, I can't go back and make this anymore. I'm used to sitting at home making quite a bit more. Right. And so even if those benefits do shut off, it might be a, Hey, I need to still find something that pays better. Yes. I think that's going to be a real problem. We're going to see that. And, and I don't know, but we have a lot of people retiring. That's true. Um, you know, I did hear a report that more, there is a lot of people that are staying in the workforce that were planning on retiring. Um, I don't know about that. So what I'm seeing day to day is I'm not necessarily seeing that. I'm seeing that people that if they want to retire, they're retiring yeah. as long as they have the means, the resources to do right. so. You know, so I, I, I don't know about that. That's kind of, a, I don't know if that's skewed, if it's, a, if, it's, if it's more geographic or not. I don't know. You know, talk about leaving places. California seeing a huge exodus they from the are. coastal yes, areas. Yes, they are. And they're, so they're, they're seeing everything run into what they call uh, the Inland Empire yep. from like Los Angeles. Yep. And so the Inland Empire is San Bernardino County. It's Redlands. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Temecula. So yep. Danielle's from Temecula. It's about, oh, 45 or 40 minutes north of San Diego and then just in a little bit. It's like Southern California's wine country. Yep. And we're seeing a lot of people because they're sick of sitting in traffic forever. Yep. They're sick of the crazy cost of living for what they get. Yep. And they're ready to just be and home. Taxes and taxes in those counties lo- are high. The in high, LA. Yeah. Tax, everywhere, everywhere high for the most part in California. But yeah, definitely higher. It's one more thing to tack yeah. on. And so, you know, I, I read, uh, you know, these articles that talk about this mass exodus from the coastal area. So I wonder what's going to happen to some of that real estate value. But on the flip side of that, there's still no inventory. You yeah. know, you look at yeah, I, there's no I, inventory. I read, uh, so Japan has a very, very low, uh, uh, basically consumer price index or inflation. So Japan's inflation is running super, super low compared to uh, Europe and compared to the United States. Of course, United States leading the pack on that one, you know, and it's like, why? It's because they're, they're buying stuff over here. 
right? Yeah. Obviously, the uh, Corona pandemic uh, certainly uh, hurt the supply chain. Yeah, it did. Uh, we saw that. So there's a there's another reason behind the inflation. But remember, the Fed, um, it, it, you know, it's kind of like they have a lot of triggers. They have a lot of levers that they can move to to uh, uh, allow the economy to work through different issues. I'm being really nice about that, by the way, folks. I think it's pure market manipulation, in my opinion. I I think it's probably borderline illegal, but not, it's probably not. They can do whatever they want, you know, I guess, the powers that be. But it just is what it is. So we're seeing craziness there. We're seeing gas prices. I mean, look at fuel. Even though we have seen it slide backwards a little bit, California, one county is averaging $6 a gallon. In Mono County, California, 6 bucks a gallon. That's crazy. Can you imagine paying 6 bucks a gallon for gas? That's insane. No, it. Yeah, and, you know, we were talking pre-show. Tony drives at a little EV, a little electric car, has a gas generator just in case, so he can always get places and all that kind of good stuff. You know, and he's like, geez, I can't imagine what it would be like to fill up your truck. And I was <laughs> like, I hear you. You know, because this kind of will lead into what we're going to talk about next in the EV market, the electrical, the electric vehicle yeah. market. You know, he's, I said, I, there's no, if I had an electric car, I would have to, it would have to be a separate car, right. like a, just a, a third commuting. car of yeah. ours. You know, just simply because, and I, in commuting, it's like, heck, where do I go? Seven minutes to my office. Yeah. I don't live very far True. away. Or I go to the Kiwit Middle School right up the road, or I go over to Millard North. I really don't go too far, right? I'm kind of like in my bubble, except if I need to go and help Danielle with one of her properties or something like that's going sure. on, then I get up. But you know what? Half the time there's a trailer hooked up to my truck when that's happening. Right. And, and the electric there, I don't believe at this point there's a vehicle that could do on the electric side, what my truck can there do. There isn't. Right. As for polling. Yep. Yeah. There, and there so isn't. You were mentioning, they're, they're, they're coming though. They're coming. They're coming. If Ford see, says, I think it's 2023 or 2024 that they're going to have some of the bigger ones, uh, the 150, the 250 available in full electric with pulling capabilities. And eventually they say they're going all electric with their entire truck line, which is surprising to hear a company like Ford say. Uh, and I think that's why, uh, you know, people are interested in that and people say that'll never happen, but I, it's well on its way. I saw that the prototypes are out on the road. The Ford had a video of one and it's a huge truck. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's like a 250. And it was had a hitch and it was pulling and it's a hundred. They show it plugs in. It's not a hybrid. It's a full electric vehicle. And I know it was Volvo or some Volvo maybe that is making electric semis. So it's happening, but technology is they're trying to catch up. Uh, and I think it'll be a few years yet, but we'll get there. And um, you know, it's nice to have the option. And uh, but fuel, you know, goes up and down. Right now, it's up, of course. Right. So food, and I'm glad you said that because in core inflation, when we're measuring something called core inflation, it does not include food or energy right. because of the extreme volatility of pricing. Yep. You know, we saw, you know, a, a, a year and a half ago, roughly now oil, they are trying to give you 40 bucks to buy the barrel. <laughs> right, exactly. right? It's like, just show up at the warehouse and back up. We'll load they it up. They couldn't give you. it away. But it, and that's the deal with oil. So when you start having, when you have so much supply and you don't have any demand, you have to store it. It's not some, it's not like Bitcoin, right? It's like in the air or yeah. something somewhere. <laughs> it's like, you have to store the stuff somewhere. It has to go somewhere, you know, and, and you have a barrel of oil. There's only so many, you know, so much room that you can store barrels of oil. And remember just a year ago, we were fully energy independent, 
I mean, we, yep. we had, uh, we, we were the largest exporter of oil in the world right here in the United States. It's very interesting how quickly things can change yeah. in a nine month period yeah. of time. We are completely energy dependent once again, and we're trying to get OPEC to, 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 you know, make concessions, yeah. right. And play ball. Yeah. And they're, they're not. And that's the whole reason we went energy right. independent. Right. Um, regardless, the markets will do what they're going to do, right? The markets are going to go. Um, more, we're going to see more electric, electric vehicles. Yep. We know, I think 2025 for s- certain car makers, uh, I've seen earlier for others. I've seen, I think, uh, 2035. Is that for right? G- is it GM says by 35, they'll be all electric. No, 20. I thought 25. Oh, no? oh okay. Yeah. It, well, yeah, yeah. It, you know, and, and, and we could be off here, you're Tony and I going back and forth because there's so many companies. Yeah. One company, it is 30, 2025 and maybe that is GM and Ford is another one. And the, the different companies yep. are setting different dates. Uh, but, but right. GM was kind of out in front saying, we're going to go all electric by this date. And so, right. so what do you, what do you do as an investor when that comes up? Right. You have to, even though myself, like I still love that, that smell of diesel fuel and I yep. love the, you know, that, but I also know that the markets are going away from that. Now you can probably come out to my ranch and I'll have a whole series and <laughs> a couple sure. rows full of old school gas guzzling diesel oh, trucks yeah. or whatever for you to play around with. It'll be like an amusement park, Bill's amusement park of trucks <laughs> or something old idea. school style, yeah. you know, right though. You should pick up a whole bunch of those guys, yeah. you know, but we do know that they're going the other way. Just like you were talking about polling power. If I need to pull 20,000 pounds, my truck can do it right now, but an electric can't. Right. But remember Elon had the semi Yep. And, and I don't know what the reason was for it not getting there. The technology is there. Yeah right? We, we know the technology is there and sometimes you have to embrace it. So as an investor, you have to watch what's going on, what people are buying, where markets are going, whether you like it or not, you know, Netflix by household brands, household names, Netflix. When you go and grab a tissue, what do you say? Tony passed me a Kleenex. Can I get a box of Kleenex? You know, it could be an off brand. It could be a, it could be puffs. It could be whatever else, but what do you say? You say, pass me a Kleenex, right? Netflix. Um, there's this new thing I learned over the pandemic called Netflix and chill. That's pretty cool. (laughs) If you ever heard of that, but Netflix is interesting, you know, but people say, well, you know, what are you going to do? We're going to watch some Netflix and people might be turning on, uh, What's like Peacock yeah, or Disney all these Plus different or states. Hulu. Right. Yeah. But, but what are they saying? Netflix, Netflix, yeah. Netflix, Netflix. It ended up being a household name. That's what we that's like. That's what you want. But we, yeah. And we want that, right. That's, and that's what companies want. That brand awareness like is so Coke. important. And I think, yeah, Coke, yeah. Give, pass me a Coke, yeah. you know? In the South, that they just crazy. call it Coke. It's even that's when right. you order a Pepsi, they ask you, right. I say, I want a Coke. They say, what kind of Coke do you want? And then That's I say, right. well, I just want a regular Coke. Well, do you want Pepsi or do you want RC or do you want Dr. Pepper? It's funny. Uh, they call it, they yep. just call it Coke. So we're, you know, we're, we're seeing this shift, right? And, and we got to watch buyer behavior. We have to sure. take a look at what our younger folks are wanting, uh, you know, as well, because it's really important. The amount of wealth, I think it's $30 trillion are going to pass from the baby boomers to next generation the debt. Um, to their kids, to a lot of linear descendants, yeah. which is your children or grandchildren. Yep. We're at $30 trillion passing. And oh. it's a lot of money passing through from this generation on. And, and so what are they buying? What do they like? Yeah. What are they doing? Um, and, and, you know, some people have said, 
oh, you know, it's just a fad, but it's not, you know, it, we're, we're just seeing a different work culture. Yeah. I mean, talk to Nate and Brian, uh, you know, friends of ours that, that run a pretty big company that, um, during this, during this pandemic, they had to figure out how to make sure they can retain talent, retain employees. Right. And they, and even though they're both, you know, hardworking, old school, get in the office early, stay late, work your five days or whatever the situation is, they, they understand that employees are, are going to need more flexibility. Yep. They need, they need to be able to manage their days better. Whether you agree with it or you don't agree with it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Right. But if all of your people are calling or you have a, a bulk of your employees that are calling or the hiring manager or the recruiting company saying, Hey, we can't bring anybody to you because you're, you're, you're so in, you know, inflexible. You're not, you need to be more flexible. You need to offer uh, more time where they can decide what they want Work to do from with home it. So we're seeing, or flexible hours. Right. Yeah. And, and so technology and, 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 and whether it's Skype or Zoom or Google Meets or whatever it is, we have so much going on. Let's look at podcasts and radios. Oh. And I mean, you can, you can listen to my radio show Sunday morning, KFAB from anywhere in the world. Yep. By logging in yep. to multiple streaming yep. sites. So we might see some M&A action, mergers and acquisitions between uh, between streaming companies. Yep. I wouldn't doubt it. We're seeing community banks getting bought up by large banks. We saw a 53% increase in smaller community banks going to big banks or big banks buying them out last year. That's a big deal. We're, we just heard one recently. I forget exactly what it was. Was it like Westgate Bank or something like that? I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But the, somebody got uh, gobbled up by First National or something this past week. Yeah. You know, once again, so we're going to continue to see that and we have to pay attention to it. We have to be on the ball. We have to understand what products and goods and services go into the electric vehicle market and what doesn't and make sure that we're, that we're, that we're playing like companies that are nice companies that are going to upgrade the power grid. I mean, there's so many things that those companies will be huge in the future, you know? Right. And that's what you have a professional team managing your money for. And, and for any questions, concerns for a complimentary consultation with me, I'd love to see you in the office. Give me a call right here at 402-557-6730. Again, right here in Omaha, 402 402- Five five seven six seven three zero. Tony, they can also visit us on the web at bigomoney.com. That's bigomoney.com. You can play around with our software. We have a vault that you can log into. You can see hear all of our, our, our radio shows, our past radio shows. There's good articles, lots of great content on there. So again, pay attention, bigomoney.com and, and find, and find us, you know, you can go to, uh, uh, you can go to Facebook, uh, to find us. And, and we have all kinds of new articles that are always streaming through, Again, we'd love to see you right here in the office. You'd personally sit down with me. If you're coming in with Medicare, you'll meet with Bill Kaiser or Brenda Dinan. And if you're coming in for tax, you're going to meet with Julie Muller. We'd love to see you here in the office. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Bill. And great show today. That was a lot of fun. That does it for today's episode of The Big O Money Show with our host, Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to The Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.